0: Who we really are is not what we do, Mm. right? Yes. We become a part, we become our whole selves when we are engaging in the mind, body, spirit phenomena of how they all work in tandem to create that experience. We are remembering who we truly are when we get rid of all that other stuff.
1: You're listening to the Run the Riot Podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends. Welcome to episode 106 of the Run the Riot podcast. And today on the podcast, we've got Miss Gwen Zwicky uh, from Louisiana, professor at LSU. Uh, If you remember, she was on episode 92. If you haven't checked that one out, check it out. And she was in the process of compiling information to write a book on ultra running mysticism. And you know what? The book's out and it's good. And so. I had her back on that we could talk about it and discuss it. The name of the book is Ultra Running Mysticism, Mind, Body, Spirit, and the Sacredness of Overcoming Suffering. And man, we have a good time diving into the process. And discussing uh, more of her discoveries In writing the book And uh, man, you'll love Gwen's energy and enthusiasm um, I appreciate her And I, I'm thankful that she allowed me to speak To the the spiritual aspect of ultra running From a Christian point of view in the book uh, There are quotes in the book From me and uh, some even some of my other friends But from the Christian point of view In the book, I'm there And there's even a picture of me in it What? <laughs> and uh, you know what's cool is Though we, uh, we might have different views On the spiritual matters Man, we have a great discussion um, about her research and her conclusions in the book. And uh, I just appreciate Gwen. She is an awesome person. And so I want to encourage you to check out the book. But before we get started with the podcast, we got to talk a little bit about some sponsors. All right. So I got a new sponsor. All right. So I, I don't like I don't recommend anything that I don't use personally. So I'll tell you that. So I've been using what's called uh, it's Pure Tiva CBD for a while now. Now Pure Tiva uh, has uh, some some products and they're a little bit different because the way they're structured and I don't know all of the science behind it. I've read it, but I don't remember all of it. But um, the bioavailability of it is is uh, way more than the normal stuff that you get. And you can read up on it um, with the the site that I'll give you in just a little bit. But there are three products. The first are the Tiva tabs that you take. It's you take a little a little pill and I take those at night and I tell you what, I, I wake up so much more rested and and recovered and what pure Tiva is about is about using this for recovery and so there's the Tiva tabs and the second thing is is a it's a roll-on that you can use wherever you're having issues it's a thousand milligrams of a sport of broad spectrum cbd and it's got like magnesium it's got um uh different forms of magnesium cayenne pepper it's got all kinds of uh arnica oil and different things to help with the delivery and to help with um with inflammation and so um great product i've used this on my achilles for a while and then there's also a cream that when i was working out like crazy when i wasn't running a whole lot when i was recovering i pulled some muscle and um man i used this on the spot after suffering for days and uh, man it helped so much and so i really believe in in this product and uh i want to commend it to you to try out so if you go to uh to teva.theriot.run um yeah, and check it out. You can read up on it, all the information's on the website, but you go to Tiva T-I-V-A, dot the riot, T-H-E-R-I-O-T, dot run, and check it out. And if you try it out, let me know what you think about it. All right, Pure Tiva, check it out. So, also, we're brought to you by Full Moon, the 50K, 25K, and 50 Mile, the new 50 Mile this year. That is Saturday, July 16th and 17th. You go to fullmoon50k.com to check that out. And if you use the code RTR, that's RTR for Run the Riot, RTR2021, you get 10% off. Again, RTR2021, you get 10% off of the race. Proceeds from the race uh, and donations will go to uh, Arkansas Ultra Cross-Cross. Country Fund and the Logan Wilcoxon Memorial Fund, both just great things that you can give to. The Arkansas Ultra Running Cross Country Fund uh, helps uh, high school cross country teams fund equipment purchases in areas with a large concentration of low income students. And the Logan Wilcoxon Memorial Fund uh, benefits the Arkansas chapter of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Um, just Great race, great time. Especially if you're going to do Arkansas Traveler, uh, you need to go do the Full Moon um, race. It starts at night in the evening because it's hot, and uh, it's it's the same start finish as Arkansas Traveler, and it's fun time, man. It's a good time. Eight stations are awesome. Everything's it's just like a it's a party, but you get to run. All right, cool. Check it out. Also, we're brought to you by the Outlaw Race Series. You know I love the Outlaw Race Series. I'll be running a bunch of them this year, getting ready for the Tahoe 200. Um, man, there's the Flat Rock races in Independence, Kansas. Love that trail. Lake McMurtry Run in Stillwater. That's in April. Love that one too. Uh, there's the new Greater Roadrunner Trail Run at Roman Nose State Park in Watonga. That's a four, six, and a 12 mile. Um, yeah. I haven't done that one yet, but I want to check out that park, so I'll probably be checking that one out. There's also the Flower Moon in Pawhuska in May. I'll be doing the 50-mile there, Uh, the Dark and Dirty in Wilberton in July, the Thunderbird in Norman in November, and, of course, the flagship race, the Outlaw 100. That's notoriously awesome. (laughs) There's a 135-mile, 100-mile, 50-mile marathon, half-marathon, 5K, and virtual all great trail runs put on by great people, and uh, so you need to check it out. Go to www.outlaw100.com, and we're also brought to you by Exo Skin. Um, great products made in the USA. They keep you from chafing. Uh, their shorts don't stink. I, I, I wear their stuff. I love their EXO toes. They keep my feet happy, my toes happy. Um, you know, I've run 100 miles in one pair of the EXO toes through, uh, this was the Love It 100, through stream crossings. My feet got wet and dried off multiple times, and I, I just didn't change them. And you know what? My feet were happy. I had zero blisters. It was awesome. Um, they have regular socks too the calf sleeves, arm sleeves, shorts, tights, shirts, uh, the EXO underwear liners to keep you from chafing in uh, the neither regions. So, Go to www.exoskin.us and you use the code RUNTHERIOT and uh, get a discount. And every product has a 30 day money back guarantee. And then last but not least, check out Runner's World Tulsa. If you come into Tulsa, you need something, check out Runner's World. Um, I mean, Kathy, Barbara, and the crew there, they they are knowledgeable. They've run the races. Uh, They know about ultra running. They can help you get the right shoes, uh, the right socks. They can help you get the right nutrition. And, um, you know, they've they've got just so much there. And so, uh, man, feel free to to check them out. Go to www.runnersworldtulsa.com or just pop in when you're in town. And, uh, you know, I love going into running stores and just kind of walk around and, you know, see what they've got and learn about new products and and, and all that. So they even a um a treadmill with the altitude tent like if you got a a high uh, altitude race coming up uh they can um they can get you on a protocol where you go run so many times a week in the altitude tent to get your body ready to run at altitude how cool is that i probably need to do that uh yeah i need to do that barbara um kathy uh sign me up all right so anyway <laughs> uh i think that's all for our sponsors uh guys i hope you are just having a great time hope you're being blessed hope you're getting some miles in ladies and gentlemen here's my friend gwen's wiki so what's going on gwen what's happening in louisiana Louisiana, we are
0: having a beautiful day today. Seventy and sunny and gorgeous, <laughs> and it's not going to last. But boy, am I enjoying it today!
1: Oh what's man, what's going on with you? Well, we we've actually been this week. It got a little bit cold. We had some pretty days, but uh, tomorrow um, <laughs> we're dealing with snow vid tomorrow. So we got, we're probably going to get some snow, and of course, we're uh, well, everybody's dealing with the the new. I call it Omnicorn variant, bar- <laughs> but anyway, we're
0: right. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah.
1: So, but, uh, but yeah, we're going to get some nasty weather and, uh, and some snow tomorrow. And I was planning on hitting the trails, but, uh, we'll see. I, I might just be on a, a, a treadmill for a few hours. So do you know. ski
0: or snowshoe or anything like that?
1: Well, no. And we don't, we don't get enough of it here okay. to, to do that stuff. And, um, I've never, I've never, I've never been skiing. Have you been <gasps> skiing? Need to go. Yes. I
0: used to live in Colorado between two awesome ski resorts. (sighs) You see. And so that I learned to ski out there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My wife lived out there for about, I don't know, 10 years and then lived in Leadville. So she's skied and everything else and destroyed her knee and skied some more and all this. (laughs) So and I've never been.
0: Never been. Skiing. Gotta try it. Yeah, you gotta I, try
1: it. I want to. I want to. So, I'm, what about I'm, Leadville?
0: Have you heard from Le- about Leadville?
1: Yeah, I didn't get in.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Not a big deal.
1: Well, and uh, tomorrow I'll find out if I get into High Lonesome. Actually, or it'll be today when this comes out. But uh, um, I'm trying to get into High Lonesome, which is another nice mountain race. And and I'm really there's so many races now. If if I don't get into either one of those, I'll I'll just try again next year. There are plenty we can jump into, you know, so awesome. yeah, I'm just trying to get a mountain race after Tahoe, you know, like I'll have all that built up, I'll recover. And then I want to jump into another, another mountain race. So, awesome. So, uh, Hey, you did, um, Oh, Oh, real quick. Um, are you doing a Louisiana marathon? That's this weekend. I
0: am not. Okay. And the reason I'm not is because I'm doing, uh, extravaganza, a Q50 trail extravaganza in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And I am really going to put a lot of effort into that, make it my a race. Sweet. And then I, the next weekend, I'm doing Mardi Gras Mambo. The next weekend after that is red dirt. And I'm just, I got to stop somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at yeah, least for like, yeah. Give myself a rest.
1: Well, yeah. Rest <laughs> up for those, for those weekends. What are you doing at Q50?
0: I'm just doing the 26. Okay. Um, I've been kind of struggling with an injury and you know how that is. Yep, and yep. Um, so I'm going to go out and do my best and hope that hope for the best.
1: Nice, yeah. nice. Well, and, uh, man, red dirt. I, I'm, I'm, I need to look at it. I want to get, even if I'm not going to run it, I, I want to get out there and hang out.
0: <laughs> exactly. The best people on the planet are, are hanging out with, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah just the whole, that's my people, man. That's our people. Those you know? are your
0: people. <laughs> yeah. you Cajun tra- you're, you're, you're not with your Cajun people. You need to be with your Cajun people more often.
1: I know. I know. So I don't know. We, we'll see. I need to look at it. Uh, are you, do- which uh, are you doing a 50 K there at red dirt? Yeah.
0: Oh, um, well, because the races are three weekends in a row, I may not do red dirt.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Um,
0: I'm going to see how I'm feeling. My yep. hip is just kind of not cooperating with me lately. Yeah. So I'm going to see how that goes after Q50. And if so, I might, I just might, you never yeah. know.
1: Well, it's crazy you say hip because like I'm just coming back. I trained so hard last year and I was training through with it and it would get funky, but I'd have some weird issue in my, my hip. And so I've really been... I dialed it way back and I'm just starting to build back up and doing a lot of hip stretches and strength exercises and it's, it's helped. And so, um, I think I'll get up to like 50 miles this week and, uh, you know, building back up and just anyway, hip, I don't know. Getting Hips, older yeah. They, they just,
0: <laughs> they have this way of just messing you up. That's the
1: first time I deal with that. I don't
0: know. Oh, okay. Well, it's not fun. I've okay, been okay. dealing with it for years. And then <laughs> yeah. I have these really great stretches and I think I'm Wonder Woman. I can just do anything, yeah. which you know I am, but yeah, not when yeah. it comes to running with a bad hip. So <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm just I'm struggling with it again and we'll see what happens. Oh man. I'm having positive thoughts and I am hoping for a really good race.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and for you too. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, get out there and have, have fun, you know,
0: (laughs) exactly. That's what it's all about. Anyway, for me, it's not, it's not really competitive. Um, I'm not fast, but I'm a good, I can, I can go the distance as long as my hip is cooperating. (laughs) I'm good with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, in this year, I'm really like, like to do in Tahoe this year, I'm really thinking about like not pushing super hard and just really just, um, and this will go into maybe what we're going to talk about a little later on, but, you know, you you can get so much in a zone in in the competitive zone that, that, you know, it, it, it just goes by and you don't embrace the moments as much, you Uh know, you still have your moments, but there's a lot that, you know, you can embrace. So I don't know, I'm thinking about, um, really GoPro in the journey for, for Tahoe 200 and recording it and just like, you know, the, the, the highs, the lows, and just having, having fun out there. So we'll see, I don't know. I'm still going to train, you know, and train for it and we'll see. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think it's a great idea to record it and let everybody see, yeah. you know, um, get give us all a taste of what that's really like.
1: Yeah. The, 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 the good, the bad, and the ugly is
0: exactly. There's always <laughs> ugly. Doesn't yeah. matter. It's always there. And it's real, you know, keeping it real, letting other people know they're not alone.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I saw, uh, you signed up for the 50 mile at, uh, for iron Will.
0: I did. All I right. did. I boy, you know, um, I'm not a hundred miler kind of person and I just, but I I thought, okay, if there's a hundred K maybe, but then I thought 50 mile is really more reasonable because even if I'm not where I really want to be, I know I can do 50. And I'm so excited about that. This, this first year, the race and, you know, Will is just an amazing guy and everybody that's going out there. It's funny because we talked a lot about Edie uh, last time we talked and, you know, she said, I'm going, who's in. Boom! I'm going. <laughs> Who's in? Boom! Everybody's responding. I'm going. I'm going. With by the end of the day on the first day of registration, I think that here in South Louisiana with your people, yep. uh, I think there were probably about thirteen of us registered. Oh, and the next day man. there were uh, so many people going. I was shocked.
1: Well, I need so to we have I, a
0: group of at least thirty from Louisiana going up there. Some to really? cruise, some to pace, some to you know run. And I'm super excited about that.
1: Well, I need to because that's a lot closer for me, and I know Will. I mean, I need to get him on the podcast again. Um, I hadn't hadn't had him on since he had his uh, stroke. But um...
0: David, I am so sorry. My dogs are being s- ridiculous. Stop. <laughs> Hold on. Go. That's all
1: right. that's all Every right. time there's
0: a dog outside, no, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm so so It's
1: all good. It's all good. I understand.
0: <laughs> okay. Hold. Let me get this one away from the window. Hold on one second. So, Luki, go, go. Okay, sorry about
1: that. Oh, that's all right. No, but uh, I, I need to get him on the podcast again, and I that it it's in September, so that would fit for me to do something, if even just the fifty mile or or all oh, right, whatever. yeah. So, especially since so many of our people are gonna be out there, man. Our I'm, people I need to check are going to be yeah. there. <laughs> I,
0: I I'm so I I I should say I'm not really surprised, right? Um, because that's what our people do. Yeah. Somebody says, you know, I've been through a lot. Yeah. And I need to put this race on for other people who've been through a lot. Yeah, And that's all you have to say to us. And we're there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: And and that is just the phenomenal thing. Like, really, if we're going to go do a race, That would be fun and exciting. It probably would not be in Kansas. No (laughs) offense to anybody from Kansas. It's true. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because
0: it's a beautiful state, but (laughs) if we're going to go travel somewhere, um, you know, that's got to be for a purpose. And this is a fantastic purpose. And I think that's one of the things that excited all of us about it.
1: When I think what's going to be cool about it is it's a, it's a Out and Backs so we'll be mm-hmm. able to see everybody'll see each oh, other a lot in the start finish yeah. and yeah so it it'll, it'll be I think it'll be a great atmosphere I think it'll, it'll I think so great. too. Yeah. So okay all right I'm going to have to put that on the list. Put
0: it on your calendar <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, David. Exactly.
1: Uh, yeah. I'll I'll, po- I'll post when I when I do it. Good. So well um so okay well we 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 <laughs> We could probably keep talking about louisiana stuff and everything we got going on but we need to talk about you know last time we had you on uh you were gonna get this book together and um uh, and so real quick you know just remind everybody who maybe hadn't heard the last one uh who's gwen's wiki and 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 uh what do you do and uh, you know just just in a nutshell and how did you get to this point where we're talking about a book
0: in a nutshell, I am a mediocre ultra runner. I'm uh, I have been fascinated with the whole experience that people have when they kind of get in that state of euphoria of, Connectedness. Once you get past all the noise and all that, when you're out there running an ultra, and anybody who's run an ultra can tell you all these things that are running through our minds, and we're getting rid of all this junk, all this noise. And once we do that, and we get to a place that's kind of vulnerable, mm-hmm. uh, amazing things start happening, not only psychologically, but with the neurochemistry in our bodies. Um, and we get into this kind of active meditation, which actually uh, gets us to use other parts of our brain. And so we have very, very unique experiences while this is taking place. Um, so I, I studied some things in graduate school, a lot of philosophy. I, I went back part-time, Just I teach at LSU and I also um, am lucky that I got to take some classes in philosophy and work on another degree. And I just started studying philosophers and I started looking into science and putting it all together. And voila, here's this book, Ultra Running Mysticism, Mind, Body, Spirit and the Sacredness of Overcoming Suffering.
1: Nice, nice. Love it. Love it. So uh, it was it was really cool going through the book, reading it and then seeing uh, I I just I, I like what you did. Uh, it was great. And then yeah, you included a lot of just, just quotes and experiences in it as you kind of walked through, you know, each chapter, each aspect, each, uh, you know, defi- each. even uh, some chapters are just defining some of the terms and stuff like that. But so it's just really cool to see like some ultra runners I know. And, uh, you know, even this guy, you know, so I was kind of, I was like, Hey, that's me. <laughs> oh
0: well, thank God. you. And I'm, and again, thank you for being a part of this project and this whole journey. It's just been, this has been a lot of fun for me. Um, I know that some people look at reading tedious articles about with jargon that you have to look up and, and, and some of the idea of studying these things is not enjoyable, but for me, it is tremendously uh, satisfying and enjoyable. And when I can get other people excited about it or into it, it just makes the experience that much more enjoyable. So thank you for being a part of that.
1: Oh no, that was uh, when, when you put it out there that you were doing it, I was like, you know, and, and. and and for those of you out there who are listening don't know Gwen, Gwen's just she's she's got a lot of energy. She's positive, always. Everybody everybody likes being around you, so you know it's Aww, it's, it's, it's a good. You, so it was a good excuse to visit, <laughs> so <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> and talk about the sport that we love. So, um, yeah, and so you last time we visited on the podcast, you you had kind of set it aside a little bit. You had done some interviews, you had um you had done a lot of the legwork and stuff, but you hadn't really pieced it all together. And I think after we visited about it a little bit, you were like, all right, just lit the fire. I got to get this done and came on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. seemed like it. I don't know. At times seems so relative to me with lately, but um, <laughs> it seems like it was pretty quick. Oh, there's a dogs.
0: I'm so sorry. It's okay. That's right. Give him a second <laughs> until the dog gets in the house. Saluki. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry to Chih- No, no. Oh my goodness, having dogs when they're wa- dogs are outside. Okay. Sorry about yeah, that.
1: It's all good. It's all good. Uh so um yeah, so you 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 know, it seemed like it was pretty quick. Hold on. <laughs> okay.
0: Get <Yes>. no. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yes, it was it was pretty quick that after we talked, that I I I finished writing. Um, what happened? is we didn't have any more hurricanes. No,
1: that's right. That's <laughs> and
0: um, so during <laughs> hurricane right. season, we, we've been kind of active. And so I thought, you know, usually I'm out volunteering and, and I'm mm-hmm. preoccupied with, with all of that. But fortunately we recovered after the last one and I was able to invest more time in writing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm one of those people kind of like an ultra runner. When I get into something, I'm not going to stop until it's finished yeah. or at least to a point where I think it's finished. Right. 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 So um, I, I did. And I would, there are days I would work 14 hours a day and I just lose track of time. Um, I just get into that zone. Then there were days when I was transcribing articles and trying to look everything up because I didn't know what any of the terms meant and it was giving me a headache and I stopped. (laughs) Uh, But basically um, it, it did happen pretty fast. And I published in November and um it just it was one of those things there was just something inside me that said girl you got to move on so let's get this done and nice. that's what happened
1: yeah nice, nice. so i would imagine uh i mean I, I was looking through and i, I didn't print i didn't know I how the whole out here or whatever but um i was looking you got pretty good you know you went through a lot of articles and and stuff and so I that's did. <laughs> i did i can see where i mean because this okay we think ultra running people listening you know you get out you run and, you know, you feel good and and that's it. But when you really start digging and, and trying to link all the, the the pieces and you're putting together physiology and psychology and all the ologies and, you know, trying to find those connections and you I, I'd imagine you read some pretty in-depth stuff in the weeds. Yes. You were in the weeds a bit, I bet. So. I
0: was I was and I was very, very fortunate that I one of the world's premier researchers uh, in neurochemistry um, his protege has been working with me to help me understand some of the finer points mm. of all the things that are way over my head. And so with a little bit of help, a, I should say a lot of help from him and a lot of questions that I asked and a lot of people I talked to and asked for, you know, some assistance in editing or, or whatever. I have just been so Fortunate to have such an amazing community to support that because you know it, what what I teach, I'm very, very good at that. I mean, if I do say so myself, (laughs) I love it, yeah, yeah. But what there are a lot of things here that I don't know that well, and I wanted to know it well. So, when I was writing the book, I wanted to make sure that I was on track. That I was being as thorough as possible without making every chapter a whole book, right? Because right? that's not what I wanted to do, but to make sure I was accurate, to make sure that I was fairly thorough and I had done a reasonable review of, of the, the research. So that's what I, I went to do. And as we talked about last time, I don't, I didn't want to go into too many details. I wanted yeah. to give the bottom line. Yeah. Um, I'm a bottom line person and I just wanted that bottom line. And that's what I did with this book. But if anybody's interested, I also cited all the sources so you can go back and read more. So that makes it very easy. Yeah.
1: If anybody wants to get in the weeds, they're there. Oh, <laughs> just,
0: there you go. Just look <laughs> out for the snakes.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so just looking and I have, this is what I did. I have the the, the chapters right in front of me because, you know, I wish I, wish I had a highlighted more and anyway but you know i like the way you broke it down and you just you know you start defining you got to you know you defined ultra running you just kind of went through and 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 talked about those things and defined mysticism because i don't know it's it's good to to define it because it's um i don't know it's, it's just a term we kind of know what it means but you know you gotta gotta nail it down before you start expounding on everything so um yeah and you being a, uh, you know, a college professor, researcher, that's what you do. You define your terms. So
0: exactly. And, you know, I think, you know, I started off studying the sublime and that's what I was going to link to ultra running because I, I believe the sublime is the feeling we have
1: mm, itself. Okay. Yeah.
0: But the experience is what led me to more of a mysticism kind of thing. It's it's the process rather than the ultimate Endpoint. Ah. Um, and I shouldn't say endpoint, rather the destination, if you will. Yeah. So um, mysticism to, can have a lot of definitions, as can sublime, right? So I wanted to go back and talk about the definition that has been used by philosophers and religious leaders and scholars and take it from there and narrow it down to here's what this is as defined by them not something i'm making up off the top of my head although that would be fun yeah, yeah. Um, but i wanted to you know i wanted that credibility there and that that foundation that it's already been established and to build on that. And, and that's what scholars do basically. So yes, I am a scholar, but I'm also a runner and I'm also somebody who just likes to get a little crazy with stuff. So I did a little bit of all of that in, yeah. in this book. And um, but it's all, it all blends together, I think, fairly well. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm again, I'm just very thankful for all the things that I learned and all the things I'm still learning as I continue to do research and write.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You you did a good job just 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 putting it out there. And it wasn't um, it it just wasn't too You know, it wasn't too heavy. You know, it was I could read it and it's like, all right, here we go. You know, this is this is what it is, you know. And so so you did you did a great job with that. And, And then you put it together, ultra running mysticism you know and um and and just going through uh, you know of course a lot of people are gonna gonna like that even in chapter four when you talk humans are built to run long distances you know you cited born to run you know when i started reading that chapter i was like you know born to run that's kind of what part of what born to run was the the conclusions they came and i was like oh it's in the footnotes she's (laughs) she's (laughs) yeah
0: I was fortunate because not only was that a, a tremendous book, but Matt Fitzgerald's mm-hmm. How Bad Do You Want It? I um, I referenced a lot of books that I shouldn't, well, not maybe a lot, but I've referenced quite a few books yeah. that uh, really resonated with people and really focused on a, the ultra running community. Um, there's not a lot of research specifically on ultra runners. There just isn't. Hmm. And when I tried to look into it, a lot of the research would have been impossible. Uh, yeah. For instance, you can't measure our brain activity as we're running, right? Yeah. So a lot of the research is based on meditation when you're talking further in the book about um, the whole idea of what's happening yeah. uh, with our spiritual selves. And so there is a thing called active meditation, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're actually moving and meditating and that's there's historical precedence. That's the whole first chapter talking yeah. about that. So I, I found a way to connect those two and to help better define the experience through those research points and those, those philosophical points. But there's science behind all of this as well. So I'm, I've got to have science as a scholar. There's just got to be some science there before I can expound on that with philosophy and, and all the, the things that I've done.
1: Yeah, it's 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 neat. One of the things I like about, you know, what's what's in the book here and in and, and the other books is that we we were born to run. But like because we live in a modern age, we've forgotten a lot of that, you know, and so, you know, we're tapping into we're rediscovering something that's there that we were built to do and not out of necessity to live, to hunt, to survive, you know, out of. I don't know, lunacy, I don't know, just out of our desire, you know, but, 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 we're finding those, um, we're finding the sublime, we're finding the, 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 uh, another part of ourselves, you know, while we're doing it. So it's just, it's, you know, neat.
0: that's such a beautiful way to phrase that David, you did. That's just an excellent way to do it. Um, because who we really are is not what we do. Mm. Right. Yes. We become a part. We become our whole selves when we are engaging in the mind, body, spirit phenomena of Mm. how they all work in tandem to create that experience. We are remembering who we truly are when we get rid of all that other stuff. And we do that by being outdoors in the environment, moving our bodies, connecting with with our environment, the people in our environment, the activity that we are participating in, as well as getting inside of ourselves internally and realizing who we really are. We are not defined simply by our work titles. You know, some people appreciate that, but they are, I believe they're missing out on something much bigger than that. Mm -hmm. And that takes a real, for us, a real peeling back of all those layers, because we've learned to put on those layers in order to function in society. We need to take those back and peel them back and let, let ourselves be real with who we are in order to truly have an experience that is that meaningful.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. And so coming from a a theology standpoint, you know, there's a there's the, um, you know, the the whole mind, body and spirit. And and so um, I've always I don't know, I've always found it interesting pondering how how, you know, there there are different parts of us, but they the way they all affect each other. You know, if your if your physical body is, is not healthy, then it does affect your mind, your thought processes. It does affect your, your spirit, you know, and our emotion, depending on how you, you know, you feel it, they're, they're connected, they're all connected. And so, um, you know, when you can get them all where they need to be and, and, and know who you are in all aspects of that, well, it's, it's beautiful you know it's it's a beautiful thing um i had the opportunity last weekend i i preached at our church in fact that's the um the this week's midweek motivation i just posted the sermon but i I used the tahoe 200 my my tahoe 200 experience as a illustration throughout the whole thing and at the end you know i shared how i don't normally get emotional at the end of a a 100 mile or a race i mean except for like yeah i did it you know but i was so raw that i was it, it this is who I am. You know, like I, there was no pretense. There was no, it was just, just me, just, just, this is what you know, I poured myself onto the finish line, you know? And so, I don't know. It's just, it's beautiful how I just, dis- you can discover so much of yourself like that through, I don't know, through running, you know, peeling back some of the physical to get more of the, anyway. Yeah.
0: And you know, David, that's absolutely beautiful because you are obviously an elite runner and I'm sure a lot of your uh,
1: listeners I I wouldn't are. I elite.
0: <laughs> you are an elite runner and as many of your listeners are. And so in that kind of space, what you're doing is you're operating from a place where that competitiveness is a very important part of who you are. Mm. And so that competitiveness sometimes overtakes the other parts that we're talking about, and it's not good, bad, or bad. Yeah. I, I, there's no judgment attached to it, but sometimes that's more of the focus than you know some of the things we're talking about. It's easy for me, who is a very mediocre ultra runner, and I'm not saying that to be you know depreciating myself. It's true, I am, and I'm so okay with that. Yeah. Because if there is a snake. I will stop and take a picture of a snake, and I will watch (laughs) that snake, and I will enjoy that experience. Yeah, yeah. If there is, you know, I don't mind. I am not saying, oh my gosh, that's going to cost me thirty seconds. Right, right. I just don't do that. Um, I don't, I try not to spend a lot of time doing that, but I have absolutely no problems who are doing it. There are other people who would lose their mind (laughs) stopping to take pictures and reflecting on something because that competitive spirit is a very important part of who they are. I get that. And there are other areas of my life I'm very competitive in ultra yeah. running, not so much, because I love to just stop and smell the flowers, so to speak.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I'm sure that there are other areas of your life where you're not competitive and you're getting that experience in other ways as well. Yeah. So I think that, you know, it just depends on who we are, being true to who we are, mm-hmm. being true to our higher selves and doing what's best for us. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So oh, this is what's funny. I don't know if you heard that crash bang. My dog's trying to get into this door here now. So we <laughs> Dogs. So I'm They're just great. trying to ignore her. Cause I just, <laughs> if I look at her, she'll keep on. So if I ignore her anyway, so <laughs> oh, dogs. oh man, she'll, she'll, she'll leave pretty soon. Um, so, okay. So you deal, um, yeah, you deal a lot with, uh, you know, going in and, and just the, the, the psychological with the mind. And, um, I, I, I just, I love that. I love that. And I think, I think a lot of people who have gone into ultra running. I've heard a lot of people say that they've discovered more about themselves and and who they are. And uh, I've, I've said before, um, I've discovered good, uh, but I've also discovered some things that not so much, you know, like, and I need to work on that, you know? And so it, 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 it helps, you know, when, when tough times come, you find out what's in the sponge when you squeeze it, you know? (laughs)
0: Oh yes. And, you know, I think that one of the most beautiful thing about people is when they take the time to say wow okay here's something i want to work on this is my personal growth and i want to do this to be a better person to me there's nothing more beautiful than that Yeah. Um, because a lot of people don't have that self-awareness and you know that obviously that creates problems for themselves and others but when we take the time to really reflect on ourselves which you have lots of time to do that when you're running (laughs) an ultra right Then you start to see the things that are great and the things that can always use improvement. All of us need improvement. We're not perfect and that's okay. We're great as we are, but improvement is always something that's going to make us happier. And to me, whatever makes us happy, that's what we should be doing You know, that life is too short not to be happy. And sometimes you have to go through that suffering. Thus, part of the title. You have to reach the ugly stuff. You have to feel like crap about it. You have to look at yourself and say, I can't believe I did that. And feel that anguish Mm -hmm. before you come up and say, okay, I'm much better now. I released that. Some people in the book would just cry. They would hug a tree. They would just break down.
1: Nick. That was Nick.
0: (laughs) That was Nick. Nick is awesome. I I love love Nick Nick for many reasons. He's very, he is very just, this is who I am. Yeah. yeah. No pretense at all. And those are my people. You know, when people don't have to operate under those pretenses, (laughs) I love it. So. I think that basically, you know, when we, when we suffer part of our, most of us don't want to analyze ourselves because we do suffer. We find these imperfections in ourselves and then we have to accept responsibility and do something about it. Mm -hmm. But ultimately what comes from that is something that is sacred. Just like in running, we've overcome something. We've grown as a human being. We've grown as a spiritual being. Mm -hmm. And if you can call it a being a spiritual being, but you know what I mean? And so basically we have transformed ourselves and there's nothing more spectacular than that. Yeah. Right. So whether you, so there are so many opportunities to have this amazing experience that we're talking about, um, through ultra running.
1: I, I think, uh, just thinking through this. Okay. So I agree. Like when you and I talked in the interview, like, I agree a hundred percent that that part of it is the, is the, you know, the, the suffering and pushing past and all that. But I think in this day and age, another, I guess, a. uh, Maybe to a lesser degree, part of our running and and self-discovery and growing is uh, unplugging and just being away from the stuff and being alone, even when we're not suffering and just having a good run being in your head and thinking, because there's so many distractions now that people don't think anymore. And so I think that's a, that's a huge part of it. And then you add the, the suffering and the, and you know, the, 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 the runner's high on top of that. And man, you can, everybody needs to run. Everybody, just needs, to everybody, run. Get outside everybody run. needs
0: to run. And you know, for those of, of your listeners who can't run hiking yes. for long distances does essentially the same thing. Mm. So there are people that can't run for various reasons. And I I respect that moving. I I was talking to someone the other day who has very similar experiences on the bike Mm. when he's riding a hundred mile ride. Um, so, you know, I think that any endurance activity where you are in a constant state of motion, even it, like I said, hiking, biking, whatever, um, is going to give you at least some kind of experience that's similar. I haven't studied it, so yeah. I can't say for sure. <laughs> yeah. But because of the endurance aspect of our bodies and our minds and the meditative aspect of that repetitive motion, there's no way you can't have one of those experiences, Yeah, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I would tend to agree to that. Not scientifically, but just, I guess, experientially or whatever. But right. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly.
1: So one, one of the things that, that I discovered, um, you know, in running and probably you too, um, you know, from hitting lows and, um, how you can just flip something in your mind, nothing's changed physically, physically, you know, nothing you've done, but like you just change your mindset and the run gets easier physically talking about that connection that blows my mind like when you see the finish line and you can sprint where a mile before you couldn't do anything it's like why can't we just tap into that more often and what i love about the book and you know my, our friend jeremy is you brought that out how jeremy can kind of tap into some of that experience that he had you know when he was w- doing the fkt you know after he did it you know and like knowing it's there to, to tap into that connection and, and, and I don't know, be there again, you know?
0: Well, part of that too, is that our thoughts, our feelings create different chemical compositions in our brain.
1: So it is physical. It does, I mean, it does oh, affect well, the Well, there's physicals. a part
0: yeah. of it. Because it's all working together, right? Yeah. yeah. So we talked about last time how the idea of Mm self-efficacy, I've got this, I can do it no matter what. We're already producing endogenous opioids. We're we're producing more of that in us, which is making us feel better, which is helping us along our journey. And when we start this, I can't do it. This is stupid. And let's face it, we've all done that. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) I would imagine that all of us could look at our, our pace and go, wow, that sucks. Right. Yeah. But when we have that moment, we're like, "Okay, I've got this. I'm going to do it. You have just flooded your system with all kinds of of opioids, of all kinds of neurochemistry that is helping you to do that. In other words, if you are depressed or you're feeling down or you're hating your run, you can do that. But your brain is not going to help you feel better. Mm -hmm. Your mindset is going to help you feel better. And then your brain says we've got this we're moving forward, we're going to make this happen for you. And and let's do this, you know, and so our mindset really does have everything to do with it. Um, We talked a little bit about intention uh, Mm -hmm. last time also, and how focused attention can create literally anything. And we also mentioned how what your your thoughts can actually change your body. Mm. If you are, Focusing your attention on something for a length of time. And there's all kinds of research that shows this in different times, but even just a minute, take one minute, 60 seconds and think of nothing else, but that thing. And you will change it. Hmm. Literally, you will change it. Maybe not your whole body or whatever, but at least your mindset is already giving you that power and that ability to make those changes. And that's what we need during our, our running experiences. Yeah. What Jeremy experienced was so profound, right? Yeah. And most of us, I would, I would argue all of us have to one degree or another, if you're an ultra runner, have experienced what we've been talking about in that ultra running mysticism after hours and hours and hours of doing that. You do, you have so much going on that you can't help but have that feeling of, ultimate unity. Um, you know, you're changing your brain as you are, as you're doing this, as you're going through this process and you're literally having this uh, higher order of reality that, that uh, is the effect of a change perception based on using other parts of your brain based on your neurochemistry. Again, it all works together. So this higher order of reality is the mysticism that comes naturally as we engage in this process.
1: Yeah. And so, so yeah, so that that's perfect. Cause, cause we talk about our, what's going on in us. And then uh, we talked about this last time and you've laid it out, you laid it out well in the book, but just our connection with everything around us, you know, and I think, you know, we, as, as you know, ultra runners, trail runners, I mean, we love, we love being outside in creation. We love, you know, being out there and, And there's a real way, whether, you know, from my perspective, a Christian perspective, you know, being a part of God's creation or just anybody just feels that connection. And I think that's that's part of what Jeremy felt, you know, out there. He just felt so connected with everything. And um, so it goes from the internal, I guess you call it internal unity to the external unity. Is that, you know, where, where?
0: Exactly. And I'm going to say, even from your religious perspective, um, that it's God, you're absolutely right. Um, Science proves that too. They don't call it God, but to me and to philosophers and everybody's going to argue, but here's, here's where I'm coming from. So the whole chapter about environmental psychology is based on a lot of forest bathing. And all that means is that When plants, plants are always communicating with each other. Trees Mm -hmm. are communicating with each other. We know this to be true. And in the process of that communication, we are in the middle of that. So those aerosols and those hormones that are being communicated are affecting us physically and mentally. And there's been so much research to show how this is so good for our physical health and our mental health. Now, what I'm delving into in my second book, and I haven't completely nice. outlined it yet, but is consciousness, because there is a consciousness in plants, and I outline a lot of that in in my book um, to a degree, but th- that's not really what this book was about. Right. But I've been looking into even rocks, and the <laughs> funny thing about rocks is that because we are all energy, ninety nine point nine percent of Our beings of any matter is empty.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: Now, having said all that, energy is, is what basically everybody has energy. We have a tremendous amount of energy within us. In fact, the ability to activate our mental strength to do things, that is all energy. The thought is the most basic and pure form of energy in the universe. Wow. Now, here's the other thing about energy when we are, um, we have this ability and it's, it's really pretty remarkable. We have this ability to respond to all kinds of things around us without even realizing it, David, I'm get ready to have your mind blown. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. What's up? (laughs)
0: 2.65 trillion volts of electricity are in your body. Seriously? Rock on, right? What? That's awesome. what this means to me is that when we have this energy within us and we are connecting with energy outside of us, that means other people, that means plants. I believe, and I'm I can't, well. I'm beginning to believe that when we're around large rock structures, like in Sedona and some of these portal places that have this tremendous energy and they do, I've, I've been to a lot of these vortex areas. Um, Basically, I believe that the the minerals in those rocks, whether they're sentient or not um, I argued that they were, that they did have consciousness um, in graduate school. And I may do that again because (laughs) that was just fun, (laughs) but Regardless, if they don't, there are so many um, minerals that are reflecting our energy back to us. Mm. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Because we are so beautiful and we don't take the time to recognize that. Mm. And sometimes when we're in environments, it's kind of like holding a mirror up and saying, Hey, Love look at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know what it is. It may not even be either of those things. I'm just starting to, to research it and, and try to understand it all, but basically all this electricity, all of this energy, it's all mixing together and we are all being affected by it. Think about it this way. I know this sounds crazy. And you call me crazy anytime you want to you never call <laughs> okay. me normal.
1: Okay. All right. All right. All I right. won't call you normal so, for sure. <laughs>
0: When you're around people mm-hmm. who are toxic,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. you
0: immediately feel that, don't you? I mean, mm-hmm. you immediately go, whoa, okay, yeah. I need to back off from this. Yeah, Most of us feel that. Yeah, If we're paying attention, we feel it. That's energy. Mm. When we are around somebody who is very uplifting and positive, we want more of that. Yeah, That's something we're attracted to. That is energy. You know, some of us can tell the difference when we're around an animal, whether they're friendly or whether they're not, yeah. you know, we can feel that that's all energy. So the bottom line is we feel that in nature. Yeah. We know that back in those hunter gatherer days you were talking about earlier, there was no question that we knew that. And we felt it. Yeah. We didn't have the science, but we had to know those things in order to survive. We lost track of that because we're working in cubicles all day under artificial light and we have to go to the grocery store on our way home and run a thousand errands and we're exhausted, yeah. right? But yeah. when we're out there ultra running, when we're out there in the woods for long periods of time, we're reconnecting with that, those, those parts of ourselves that are absolutely pure and free of all of that crap uh, noise that yeah. is just reuniting us with the what we are created to be.
1: That's awesome. So, you know, from, and one of the things that it reminded me of as a, uh, from, you know, from a Christian perspective, <clears throat> you know, I've talked, I've been talking with somebody before just met and start talking and I'll, I know there's a connection there and I'll find out that, Hey, they're, they're a believer or, you know, that, you know, just, so there's, there's, you know, that, that happens often, you know, and it's like, the connection it's there you know that it's 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 so that you know and we we call it you know it's our, our our spirits testifying to each other you know and that there's that connection there so yeah and 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 I also have been around people where instantly before they've even said anything I'm like there's something wrong with that person
0: absolutely <laughs>
1: there's, there's and you might not be able to put a finger on it um but it's there <laughs> So, well, yeah. also
0: one of one of the premier scientists, um, forgetting his name already, um, he was talking about how if you want to understand the universe, understand energy, frequency, and vibration, mm. and one of the things we can do to raise our vibration is surround ourselves with people and things that make us happy. Mm. We automatically raise our vibrations. And so in doing that, we impact energy in different ways. Again, I'm just starting to study all of this. And I for sure am trying really hard to understand all the physics um, of this. But I will say that if you've heard of the quantum entanglement, Mm -hmm. um, so you know that particles that that have been um, a group of particles cannot be described independently, even when they're thousands of miles apart. When you do something to one of those particles, the other one, no matter how far away it is, is impacted. Yeah, That is one of the things in, in the mysticism is the idea of unity. We are affected by everything and everything is affected by us. And so wouldn't it be wonderful if we all vibrated at a higher frequency so that our, all of our energy was just amazing and happy and, and full of joy. And those are the things that really motivate us to be better people and, and to improve our lives and to follow our joy and our bliss. And, you know, those are the things to me that are really, really essential in understanding ourselves.
1: Yeah, when when you talked about frequency, as a reminder, um, when I lived in in well, um, oh, this was a long time ago. This was in the nineties, two thousands. When I, I did computer work, had my own computer services company in Lafayette. Uh, one of our uh, company we did work with, their head IT guy, um, he he spoke about frequencies and stuff, and and in two ways. One, he would run this frequency through his body that would um, supposedly you know kill bad things. But he also talked about accessing. What was it there was a certain frequency that was uh, accessing knowledge and uh, i forgot what he called it but anyway so um i don't know it it was always interesting and i didn't understand it at the time but um
0: (laughs) well let me help you yeah okay um i have been really into listening to i'm going to say this wrong binaural oral beats um so if you want to youtube this and just check it out for yourselves there are different frequencies that will have different effects and attract different kinds of energy. One that I love is the eight, eight, eight Hertz. Okay. Um, eight, eight, eight Hertz attracts abundance. If you listen to this, the actual frequencies, especially if you're using headphones, I cannot I have some inner ear issues, but it will actually affect your energy so that you attract similar energy. Um, if you want to heal tissues and organs, that is 285 Hertz. Um, Yes. If you have some sort of fear, 396 Hertz. Um, If you want to, let's see, reconnect you with relationships, 639 Hertz. Um, There are so many different Hertz. And so that affects our Hertz, which we operate at about 783 wait 7.83 i believe so it's um so the baseline is pretty close to what our brain is that's what our brain activates at so when you are affecting our your brain with these different frequencies you're putting out a different kind of energy and that's the whole law of attraction then you yeah. attract that kind of energy right um this is really oh i'm sorry humans vibrate at 3 hertz to 7 hertz Okay. So seven is about as the baseline, um, which is our human brain. So when we are experiencing these other frequencies, it is literally affecting us in different ways. So I will tell, I I know this is going to sound freaky and I'm so okay with this. (laughs) So I decided I was going to try the abundance for a week and I listened to it every day for in the morning while just while I was eating breakfast and doing my thing. And I listened to it and literally within, it it took a couple, like I, well, I, I did it for about a month and I was amazed. I could actually, I made a list and within one week I had what I would consider to be seven different things that have happened that never would have happened otherwise that were just off the top i never would have expected any of it to happen huh. now is this a coincidence you could say so but truthfully i don't believe in coincidences yeah. especially of that magnitude yeah. and so i would it's it's i'm still studying it and i'm not thoroughly convinced
1: okay yet, but yeah. i
0: am saying that this is a part of my research and i am finding a lot of truth to what i'm experiencing and i would love for other people to try this Hmm. and see if it doesn't impact them also.
1: All right, I'm a, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to check it out. Give it a
0: try. <laughs> there are all kinds of things on YouTube. In fact, if you put in frequencies to help with whatever, I you'll probably get some music with some beats. It's great meditation stuff. Um, For those of you who uh, it's funny because I started doing some research on chakras and you can say that's all woo and you know, (laughs) but the truth is that our nerve endings at our chakra centers, we actually have more nerve endings in those areas than anywhere else in our body. So even though the ancient Eastern um, cultures may not have known that they were onto something. So those areas actually resonate to different frequencies. Isn't that awesome? That's crazy. So, you know, give it a shot. I don't know, but I will tell you this. The music is great and it's not going to hurt you. (laughs) There
1: you go. Yeah. While, while I'm running you know just
0: <laughs> exactly why not and it's great meditating music um if you ever listen to a sound bath of of the crystal bowls I, I do that I meditate before I go to bed every night and that's what yeah. I listen to um that that appeals to all the chakras so you're actually activating all of them um so it just you know it's like I said I don't have all the science yeah um, but I do have some and yeah. I'm exploring it.
1: Okay. So here's, here's a a little glimpse into my lack of maturity. Every time I hear chakra, I think of Shaka Khan. So I just, do too.
0: Shaka <laughs> Khan, I would love to hear. I love yeah. that song.
1: Um, <laughs> Sorry. I just had to throw it yeah, out
0: there. I love it. Because that's, that's I'm thinking of my hair Shaka
1: song. Khan. Let me rock it, let You know, me rock if you Shaka can't Khan. laugh at yourself,
0: you're a little bit too serious. Yeah, like, exactly. You gotta enjoy
1: it. Uh, no. Um, yeah. So our body, our bodies, uh, you know, our, uh, we are, amazing beings, you know, in all that we, uh, all the connections, uh, that, that we are and, um, you know, and, and, and the, just the fact that we can experience more and that we can dive deep and that we can, uh, learn more about ourselves and that we can, that we're, I don't know. It's crazy because like, okay, you're, you're, you're a professor at LSU and you're, people have been studying all this stuff for so long. It's crazy how much we don't know about, our physical bodies and all our connections and this world around us. I mean, we've, we've been in the outer space, but we don't understand what's here. It's, it's nuts. (laughs) And you know, the
0: thing is, you know, people get so hyper-focused, don't they? Yeah. You know, I was, I was talking with my running doctor today about my hip and he was (laughs) telling me a story about how a lot of radiologists, they would put gorilla faces in a lot of the, of the, uh, x-rays just for fun to see if they'd notice. And 70 some percent of them didn't even notice
1: really. They were just,
0: and it's because they're so hyper-focused on what they're looking specifically at, that they don't often look at the whole thing.
1: I'm so guilty of that.
0: But I was just going to say a lot of us do that, you know, in my field, I'm, I'm good. I know a lot, but you do in your field, everybody who's listening to this in their field, they know a lot. Outside of our fields, though, it it becomes like this whole mysterious kind of thing. And that's why I I wrote this book, David, because (laughs) it was such a mystery to me. And I'm so curious. And I just had to know. And even what's in this book, it's not it's not inclusive of everything. Right. There's so much out there we don't know yet. Information is constantly changing. Even my running doctor today, he scoffed at my PT exercises that I've been doing for my hip. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's so outdated. Do you know what's better is this? I went to PT three years ago and they yeah. gave me these exercises and now what, you know, so yeah. things are constantly in a state of change and it's exhausting to try to keep up with everything yeah, Um. And, and there's no way we could do it. So yeah. we, we find the things that we're interested in, that we have some curiosity about, and we dive into that. And that's that's what this book is for. You know, if you're curious, please read it. I think there's really fascinating uh, facts in there and experiences. And if it's not your jam, it's not your jam. That's okay. I don't I never expected this to be, you know, a bestseller on The New York Times. list. But what I did want to do is is just get that information out there because I was excited about it. And surely there's got to be, you know, other people that, that feel that way too, ultra runners. So. Whatever floats your boat, you go float it, honey. (laughs) Float
1: it, yeah. Well, and I I appreciate that about about you. Uh, one of when I posted yesterday the sermon about you know with Tahoe two hundred, I said, hey, look this is what it is. And it might, it's probably not for all of you, but this is, this is what it is. And I'll talk a lot about the race, you know, as an illustration for, for the principles I'm, I'm conveying in this, the spiritual principles. And, and one of the things I, I love that you did in the book though, is that you did include, you included the perspectives you included, uh, you know, uh, my perspective, a Christian perspective and, and, um, you know, and, but you went it, you just, Not no judging or just here it is, you know, here's the the info, you know, so I I do appreciate that, you know, and uh, I think there's a lot lot to be learned. Yeah.
0: And I appreciate that, too, because there are a lot of Christians who are going to really connect with the Christian perspective. Yeah, There are a lot of people, uh, David um, Burns, who I interviewed, he's an atheist. He's not going to connect with that. Right. But he still knows something is going on. Yeah. right? So yeah. he's still going to connect with the information. And Sam Landry is isn't very active Buddhist. Yeah. And so some of the Buddhist material I put in there, he's going to connect with that. Whatever you connect with, fantastic. If yeah. you don't connect with it, that's okay. It's just showing something in a different way. Yeah. But surely, David, I think we're all right. <laughs> I think we're all right. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with a lot of dogma, But I do agree that we all have the same idea, the same baseline of what is God, what is the universe, what is energy, however you want to call it. Buddhism, we all have that connection. We can call it whatever we want to, and we can divide it any way we want to. Doesn't matter to me. I think there's value in everything. As long as you are willing to be open minded to what unifies us. To each other, to our environment, to this beautiful, exciting adventure that life is. It is a journey. Sometimes it's going to be boring and sometimes it's going to suck, just like running.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's what And I'll then like
0: sometimes running. it's going to be so exhilarating and so fantastic that we are trying so hard to find words to describe it.
1: That's yeah. life. Yeah. I and, and that's the that's the thing. Uh I, I love that And, and talking about you know, running like you and I, you know, we have, we have different philosophies on, on, on life in general, you know, and stuff and spiritual beliefs, but we could sit here and and visit, talk about it and, and enjoy running and and enjoy what we share, you know? And that
0: is so important to me. That is the whole idea of, you know, my beliefs, like you said, are not going to be yours. are not going to be anybody else's, but the fact that we can connect on levels the most important levels, in in my opinion, um, and, and share things with each other. That's the really important thing. The problem is when we start getting fundamentalist about our beliefs and think everybody should think that we, the way we think, because nobody really knows you may think you do, and maybe you do, maybe you are that gift (laughs) that has all the answers. But basically, probably not many people, the whole world is going to believe that. So, you know what? Let's include the whole world. And now, oh, my goodness, this whole thing with NASA. I don't want to get into that right now. But not the aliens beyond the whole world. Yeah. yeah. So there's going to be a lot of things that are, are have, coming our way.
1: So have you heard? OK, I, I, this is off topic, but we, we we got you brought it up. So um, I did. maybe maybe you heard uh, maybe you heard some more than 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 what we've heard. You know, you being uh, in the scholarly circles or whatever. Have you heard anything other because I heard they were supposed to release documents and some more yeah. stuff.
0: So. What I believe, and I have not verified this, but what I have found is that NASA has hired some theologians, theo- say the word for me.
1: Theologians, yes, I heard Thank that. Thank
0: you. Why I don't know why I just had a, a slip with that. <laughs>
1: it's all right. It's all right.
0: Um, to help.
1: Break the news the
0: introduction of yeah. the fact that there is life outside of this planet, And you know what, how arrogant for us to believe there's not right. Well, yeah. That's part of the idea of sentience and plants and rocks and things around us. Um, I, it's really interesting that for the research for my next book, I, I started with Darwin, right? Because Darwin okay. was such a, such a thinker when it came to talking about these things, Darwin was one of the first people uh, le- a, less than a couple hundred years ago, who believed that animals had consciousness and people scoffed at him. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is that it would be the fu- and i have a I'm reading another book right now that's a lot newer. And I love this guy, this philosopher, because he's like, people are going to think I'm crazy. And as soon as you say that, I'm all ears. <laughs> I want to hear it.
1: I'm with you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: One of our uh, LSU's chair of religious studies said, God loves crazy people. (laughs) Oh, good. I, (laughs) you know, I love that. But the point is no matter what happens and no matter what we believe, I think the most important thing is to stay calm, stay open-minded and realize we do not have the handle on the truth. Yeah. Right. None of us do. When All I- we have is the information and knowledge that we have right now in this moment. And it can change anytime. And part of intelligence is learning to adapt. Yeah. And I, I think that's the, one of the greatest things that we can do for ourselves and for everyone around us, just adapt to the newness of whatever happens. For instance, you know, I don't want to get into the whole COVID thing, but this is hard. Yeah. <laughs> We're three years. Wow. Who would have thought?
1: Three years to slow the spread. <laughs> and
0: it, exactly. And so now, okay, more mask mandates. And they're gonna make they're gonna make they enforce the, the indoor mask mandate ahead of carnival season. Oh man. That's not gonna work so well. There are gonna be a yeah. lot of people paying a lot of fines, in my opinion. Um, but who knows? But my point yeah. is. We stay flexible, we stay knowledgeable, we stay intelligent, we roll with it and we do our best to overcome it because getting all excited about it and angry and fundamentalist about our beliefs, you're only drawing negative energy and making yourself sick. Yeah. So the best way to live your best life is through positive energy and adapting, using positive energy, letting go of all the crap. And you know, I that's what we learn to do through ultra running because all of those miles, we're getting rid of crap. Yeah. yeah. We need those miles sometimes to get yes. rid of crap. Um, and everybody needs something to help them. Mm-hmm. And for running, that's one of the most positive ways. Um, unfortunately, things like addiction and things that aren't so good, people, people kind of resort to that sometimes too, um, to those behaviors. But nonetheless, you know, positive attitude creates positive chemicals, creates a positive body, creates a positive spirit. And that is what we should all be striving to do, in yeah. my opinion. I,
1: I I agree. I think you know, and and I tell every every runner I coach, people I encourage, and sometimes, you know, I, I always I say it all the time: you put a smile on your face, even though you feel like garbage. You know, when you're feeling bad, and 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 those mantras that we talked about, you know, that you you speak to yourself to to get yourself going and and wake yourself up. And I don't know, there's just there's just so much. So much that we can do that we learn we can do when we're running and that we can translate that into life because life is full of valleys and mountaintop experiences, too. And in those, the same way we do it when we're running, when we get to tough times, tough people, we can tap into that, you know, and uh, it's there. We just have to do it, change our mind.
0: Absolutely. And we change our mind. We change our chemical makeup. There you go. That's
1: that's right. And we
0: respond to that in very, very positive ways. It's a it's it's a you know, opening the floodgates is all you have to do is change your mind. That's all you have to do.
1: And I think, I think like, like the things we learn physically in running, I think the more we do that stuff, the more we appropriate it into our, our running and into our life, the easier it becomes to channel that. And we, those, uh, I guess, those pathways, we, we pave them, you know, and we make it easier. We do, just
0: like Jeremy and the leaf. It, Jeremy yes. will probably never see a leaf the same way since, since uh, his attempt at, at the long trail. But I will tell you also that, um, when you can do the same thing with negative patterns, mm. and that will automatically make you transition back to the thoughts of negativity. Um, before even giving you a chance to be positive. So it really does make a difference to keep it, yourself as positive as, as possible. And that is not to say we all don't get negative sometimes. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. perfect. Right. But as long as you come back to, okay, lesson learned, um, you know, yeah. I'm moving forward and I'm going to keep a better attitude. That's going to help.
1: I, you know, and I think it kind of being toward the beginning of the year, we do a lot of evaluating and I always I try to do that to myself, like weekly and and, you know, sometimes daily. But, you know, how I, how i respond how i feel how i'm acting and try to find out you know where that where it comes from you know and like we're connected sometimes it's a physical thing but sometimes it's just you know i i need to not have that attitude and i need to change and 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 being aware being self-aware you know i think i think a lot of people walk around and they're not very self-aware they're just exactly they just walk around and and respond and do and and they they're um, I don't know. And so in our running and in our lives, we should, we should evaluate ourselves and be several. And if we have trouble with it, ask other people, you know, what do you think about how I act and, you know, help me to be aware of what's going on.
0: (laughs) And you know, that, that self-reflection, like, like we were talking about earlier, it may hurt yeah, and it may be a challenge, but it's going to make you a much better person just having gone through that process
1: nobody likes to hear they're wrong or they have issues or like to come to that realization. But I think if even in that, I think we can learn when we discover something about ourselves that needs improvement, we can learn to, to like that because it's improvement, you know?
0: Exactly. (laughs) None of us are the same person we were a year ago. That's right. None of us are. That's right. Hopefully we've evolved for the better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so if we haven't, it's not over. The game's not over yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can always start over any day. That's what I, the do over. You can have a hundred thousand of them a day if you want. Yeah. You always get another do over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gwen, I, I, I appreciate you visiting again. Uh, the book was, was awesome. I want to, uh, encourage everybody to look it up. Uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. It's on Amazon. It, Amazon's where you can get, you can get a physical copy or a Kindle, right? Absolutely. Okay. And then I was going to ask you about your, your, if you're going to continue on and write another book. So I'm glad to hear you got something in the works about consciousness. And, uh, I don't know. I look forward to hearing about the, the adventure there, uh, and the deep dive. (laughs)
0: Thank you David. I it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it and as always I love talking about these things. I love talking to you. Thank you for talking with me today and and for promoting this book and I'm not making a lot of money on it. I don't even care. I just want people to resonate with something that that makes them happy, that encourages them to keep doing what they're doing or 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 do something different. Yeah. Because it really is life changing if you haven't run an ultra if you have you already know that you might not know why but you yeah. know that don't you
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah. and so yeah i i want to encourage people to to check it out and uh yeah and uh, I'll, I'll put all your your info out there so they can follow you and uh I, it's been cool seeing people post that they're reading the book and i was like yeah awesome.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I think so too. I've, I am overwhelmed with the support that I've had. So thank you.
1: Yes. Well, Gwen, I hope to see you at a race soon. It may iron will, if not something sooner. And, uh, I hope your hip gets to feeling better.
0: Thank you, David. I hope your hip is good too. And let's yeah. just, you know, heal ourselves and get out there and do what we love.
1: I'm going to try to find the hurts for, uh, healing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: do that let me know how it works for you
1: okay all right all right well you take care go in and uh we'll talk again soon
0: thanks david you too pleasure as always